Hey man, and welcome to the Badam Chain with Carl. Howdy my rowdies, and welcome to the Badam Chain with Carl, man. Happy fall, y'all. Happy fall. Time to put on them light jackets. Time to make them bonfires. Time to put on that sweater vest. Time to put on that, I don't know, beanie. But I'll tell you one thing it ain't time for, man, is sober October. I know a lot of people out there uh, will argue otherwise, but I just don't understand it anymore. And here's why. October is like the best time of year to drink. It is. All these things, bonfires, hanging out outside, tailgating, the leaves changing, listening to, I don't know, jazz. It all is better when you drink. So I don't believe in sober October. I don't, I don't understand why friends of mine are like, I'm going to do sober October this year. I, it's the last chance to have fun outside. So I don't know. Do yourself a favor and wait till November. November's boring anyway. So you might as well just be a boring person for a month. Just a thought. You know what I mean? I, I just, I'm not going to do sober October, ladies and gentlemen. You know why? Because I'm a person. And, <laughs> and I want to, you know, I just want to enjoy life a little bit better. And if I have like an Oktoberfest in my hand, I think it's a little better. Also, that's why it's called Oktoberfest. It's not called Sober Oktoberfest. All right. Rant over, I guess. Anyway, happy fall, happy October, even the people that are deciding not to have fun. I don't know. All right, man. Let's jump right into it. My guest this week is a long time coming, man. Finally, happy we hooked up. It is none other than Zach Townsend, man. And, uh, you know, I've been a fan of this dude ever since he's come to town, man. And been trying to get him to podcast for a while, but uh, he's been big time me. You know, I get it. <laughs> No, man, our, our, our uh, schedules have been pretty busy, and that's a good thing. But we finally uh, hooked up and did the thing, and this is another live podcast over at the uh, infamous Village Pub and Beer Garden. So I uh, hope you enjoy the ambiance, and uh, I'll tell you what, man, we had a good time, and it wasn't October yet, so you know we had a pretty good time. So enjoy it, check it out, and ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Zach Townsend. You guys saw Nashville? Yeah. Alright, have you guys, I've seen this, have you guys seen the fucking fire truck party bus yet? Yeah. What the fuck are we doing out here, man? A fire truck party bus. That's how big tourism is in Nashville, that we're just like, we're gonna focus less on house fires and focus more on dumpster fires. That's what I think we're gonna do. Please. Can you imagine how fucked up that would be? Like, think about if you lived on Broadway, like right on Broadway, right? And your house was on fire. And you call 911, and everything you ever worked for is in that building, and you're watching it get on fire. And then all of a sudden, you look down the street, you're like, oh my god, thank god they're here. They're coming. You can see them. Wait, what's the. Why are all the firemen wearing high waisted jean shorts? Wait, what the fuck? Why are they twerking? What the fuck? And then they just slowly drive by your house playing Gasolina by Daddy Yankee. Some drunk guy's trying to pee on the fire. So like, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. Wow, alright Zach. Lay it on me, dude. What's going on? Not much, Carl. What's going on with you, man? I just got off work, you know, so I'm chilling. I know, we're here. Here by my favorite bush. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is a famous bush Second now. favorite bush, I'm sure. Oh, there we go. You see what you did there. Yeah. What's going. this bush called? George W.? <laughs> Which, oh, is this is, oh, the bush. Yeah, this is the Bush administration right here, you know. Uh, R.I.P. All right. Yeah. Rest in peace, 9-11. Or if Bush ever did a painting of a bush. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. When people get in a painting, they're trying to hide. They're trying to run from something, I think. Like, isn't it weird? Because, I don't know, like, I'm a little older, but like, I just hated the W, the whole the whole thing. But I swear to God, watching him do these paintings now, I'm just like, I kind of like it. You kind of want to buy one, right? <laughs> yeah. I wonder if he sells them. Like, a, a buddy of mine said, uh, I kind of want to just hang out with him, have a beer with him. I was have like, a, yeah, smoke some, you know he smokes some weed. Oh, yeah, he's... 
probably still doing the nose oh. candy. Is he might do the badam shit. Oh, yeah, get O.W. on it. Yeah. Oh, my God. How would the intro go for this? Can I do the intro for it? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Hey, man. It's me, Carl. It's the Badum Chain. This week, we have a pretty good guy. He's been, been killing it all around town. You might have remembered him from 9-11. Give it up for the always, the incomparable, George W. Bush, everybody. Dude, if W. starts doing stand-up, I will reach out, dude. He's doing the East Room, dude. He's already, he's already done the West Wing. Now he's doing the East Room. Oh, hey, there shoot, we go. There it is. Look at that. This is a comedy podcast, folks. <laughs> in case people forgot. <laughs> in, case, you know. in case you guys forgot. <laughs> forgot about Dre. Forgot about him, dude. Like, I'm curious, because you mentioned it, and, like, it, it reminds me of Evan Norman's time. Like, how long were you at Chick-fil-A? Oh, at Chick-fil-A? Yeah. I was there for like, unfortunately, I was up there for like two years. Oh, two years. I was, somehow I was thinking it was going to be like this like 10-year stretch. No. Or something Wait, how old do you think I am? I don't know. Guess. Guess? Yeah. 28. That's kind. I'm 30. Okay. <laughs> I almost said 32. So <laughs> oh, I, dang, I, dude. I shot low, dude. I shot low. All right, but two years. That's still like a long time to be at a fast food yeah place. to be working in fast food that's my dog yeah <laughs> it's DMX did you ever have to wear the uh, the outfit you're too tall for the outfit the what what outfit the, the cow oh no 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 absolutely not okay. they don't I, I never saw it oh no, okay they, no we weren't one of those I was like more like you know Get in the kitchen and shut up, type of guy. Yeah, yeah I, they, that's my favorite job. Yeah, yeah, I have that now. Yeah, it was great. Just you know, I love kitchen jobs. They're great for comedians. I think I really do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just you know, mindless work. I love it. Yeah, for sure. I don't want to be a chef. You know, I never wanted to be a chef. No. Somebody called me chef here the other day, and I was like, Oh my gosh! <laughs> Bless your heart. <laughs> don't put that hate on me. Dude. <laughs> that's dark. Because yeah, Chef Carl. Chef Carl. It, it kind of like. Dictates. Comedian Chef Carl. Watch out, Comedian <laughs> Chef Greg. <laughs> we, got one, we got another one on the horizon. It is fun to watch Comedian Chef Greg like actually do chef stuff on, on Facebook. Oh, does it? I don't I don't know if I follow. I just think it's hilarious, the name. You know, mm-hmm. the, the, the double yeah. the double name. You know, comedian Chef Greg. When he cooks, I just wonder, does he go Chef Comedian Greg? That's, yeah. And it's also like... Well, does he do food stuff on on stage? Because it's like, why would you want people I, to know you're chef? Somebody said when, when he started, like he started wearing a chef outfit on stage. Okay, I, I can heard. see that then. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. I, I kind of wish he'd still do that. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like keep that, just lean, in, lean into it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, maybe not the full, yeah, smock, but at least the hat. Yeah, at least wear the hat. Yeah, come on. Come on, Chef Greg. Comedian Chef Greg. Comedian, yeah, I was, yeah. I'm my bad. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, it's his government up. name. Get it right. <laughs> What is up with all the like uh, comics putting comedian in front of their name? I don't know, dude. I don't know. I've 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 wondered that myself. I don't know. Just to let people know, you yeah. know, just in case they were unaware that people that people that were at a comedy show did not know there was going to be comedians <laughs> on there. That's my guess. It's like going to a ball game. They're like, uh, coming up, baseball player, yeah. <laughs> basketball Rocky. player, LeBron James. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Just a curiosity. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm curious about, though? Let's just jump right into Let's it. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, like, you're from, are you originally from Florida? Is no. Right? You're not. Yeah, I'm, I'm here to debunk this. That's why I came on the Badum Ching. Good. All right. Well, then I'm going to just give you the reins. Uh, tell us where you're from and how you started doing comedy. So, okay. I'm originally from Connecticut. Wow. I was born okay. and raised in Connecticut for like the first 24 years of my life. Then I moved to Florida. Just needed to change the scenery. I had family down there, and that's where I started stand up, though. So I, maybe that's okay. why people are saying, you know, he's oh, from, from Florida. Florida. That's where I started stand up. Yeah, okay. I started stand up, moved to Tampa, Florida. I lived there for about three or four years. Uh, I was there for about a year, and, I, and it took me about a year living there to really muster up the courage to do stand up. What, what's the scene like? The scene is it's it's pretty decent. I mean, it's it's pretty big. I'd say it's a little bit maybe bigger than here, but it's that's Tampa. Like Florida itself is like you know they got it's huge, it's a huge state. They got the Orlando scene, which is big. They've got some big names coming out of the, come out of there, like Sean Fennerty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Preacher Lawson. But yeah, they've got they've got some like big guys coming out of there. Um, there was another dude, Ben Brainerd, I think his name was. Like uh, 
They got some. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not here to hype up Orlando comedy though. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Tampa, Tampa was. You know what? I I liked Tampa starting there because I feel like it got me strong because all the all the audiences there were like tourists. They were like, and they were just like most of them from New York. They were just they were mean people. Okay. Like I got a beer bottle thrown at me. I'm not even joking on stage. I've gotten. It's some of the most biggest horror stories I have doing stand up were in Tampa. I've heard you talk about that on stage. Yeah, yeah. but it's it definitely hardens you and and it helped me. Prog- if if you let it get the best of you and you kind of succumb to it, then you can be like, you can just be you know, they're throwing salt at you, you throwing it back. But it's like if you can take the salt and make a good joke about it, you know what I mean. So it, it helped like with my it helped form me on stage. I guess my crowd work more important. Uh, okay. But yeah, they were they were not great. Florida audience, the Florida scene is is decent, you know. But the Florida audiences are can be cruel. Okay. They can be good, but they can be they can be cruel too. Yeah. So you have to come out with your knives sharpen or sharpen your teeth. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Okay. Genetic. <laughs> now I don't know how to feel about. This. <laughs> yeah. No, just the look you just gave me, I was like, Jesus Christ. Southern boy, yeah, that's true. I'm a Yankee dude. I was at a uh, metal show once, and uh, this guy was like, "Yeah, we're from the South." Everybody's like, "Yeah," and they're like, "We're from Florida," and everybody just kind of stopped. Yeah, all right. So I had this conversation with somebody the other day. I don't consider Florida the South. No, but I consider like Nashville the South. I consider Atlanta the South. Yeah. People tell me they're from Georgia. If someone tells me they're born and raised in Florida, I'm like, "You're not. You're not a Southerner." No. Yeah. It's even though you guys are. Did Florida fight in the war in the Civil War? (laughs) Maybe that's why. Maybe they didn't take. They were just. They were just on the beach. It's on the beach. Everybody's having a good time. Oh, I can't say having. Florida's fun though. I will say that you would have fun in Florida. Yeah, I've only. Yeah, I've never lived there. Just dip my toe. I'm a. I'm a bit of a beach bum. Yeah. I don't like the mountains and stuff. I like the woods freak me out. The yeah, ocean sure. freaks me out too. Don't get me wrong. Well, but. yeah, but like if you stay like you know, if you don't go all the way out to the reef. No, I go. You know? I got a rule. I go. To, I go to my knees. That's Sometimes it. my hips if I got to pee. Yeah. But yeah, knees straight up. That'd be a little baby shark. You know yeah. what I mean? You won't get killed. I could. Yeah, I could run away. Yeah. Worst comes to worst, I get a little bit of my leg bitten off mm-hmm. by a baby shark, and it's just like a little bit. But enough to be like one of those like disabled comics. Oh, and then I start making the real that's money. A niche, dude. Dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I start making the real money. Comedian shark bite. Yeah. Over here. <laughs> Sorry, it took me a while to get on stage. You yeah. guys would never guess why. I'm like missing half my leg, and the crowd goes crazy. You know. So going back to Tampa and talking about the crowds, did that? How did that help shape your your comedy? I know you, you mentioned crowd work, but like. Were your jokes getting like? Did you intentionally make them a little bit more cutting for that? I always kind of yeah, I kind of always thought that's just kind of the way I think. Anyways, okay. I think like my stand-up not to be like oh yeah I'm a I hate when people say like I'm an edgy comic. Oh you know what I mean? yeah, that's like no, it's just like just write. I just like to write. You know, yeah, I'm a, I like, I've always liked to write even like before stand-up. I only found out stand-up was a thing when I was like 23. What? Yeah. I'm not even joking. I like my my cousin. Not even really my cousin. My family friend. I had no job. I had no job. He got me a job. I had no way where to go. I was just like, I couldn't play basketball anymore. I realized that. I, I went. I enrolled in community college and I dropped out in like three weeks. Yeah. And I was like, I had no just guidance. And my family got me connected to a family friend. He's like, I'll get you a job. I went in his lunch break the first day he got me a job, and he's like, you ever seen this guy? And he, he put on his computer, and it was Bill Burr. I'd never seen him before. And he started playing his special. Um, like I think it's like his second, first or second, first special. And I, my hair was like blown back. I was like, wait, what? This is, I never, I mean, I watched Chappelle show growing up, but I never, I never really like watched stand-up ever. Right, right. I was always like loved comedy movies and stuff, and I was always funny, but I was like, I never knew there was like, when he went on stage and just talked, with just a microphone and everybody was dying and I'm dying and like you know the guy I'm watching this with is dying I was like my mind just was open to being like whoa this is a possibility how does he do that yeah it's so wild that like yeah to go that far in life without even like dude I didn't know I wasn't one of those dudes who watched like you know like Saturday night like snuck down and watched like Eddie Murphy's things you know what I mean you hear a lot of comedians being like oh I knew I wanted to do stand up when I was 10 years old it's like I didn't even know that 
I didn't even know it existed. I like we like making fun of each other at school and stuff, and that's what we did. But yeah, I didn't know stand up was like a thing. Okay. So what were like some of your? <laughs> Did you order that? What is this? It's a candle. I okay. thought it was a shot. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's, <laughs> excuse me. There's a, a wick in my shot again. You know, dude, you melt it down. They call dude. you John Wick, dude. They just put a, ta- a candle down to say, well, yeah, just melt it down. It's pure whiskey, dude. Oh, John Wick, baby. Jack, Jack. Daniels Are we doing wick. shots after this, Carl? You want to? It's your Friday. Nah, probably not. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. Maybe we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. We'll yeah, see how bad. Yeah. We'll see how good or bad the pod yeah, goes. Yeah, dude. Good. Shut down tonight. All right. So like. Uh, so having just very limited knowledge of, of stand-up, how did you decide I want to do this? Was well, it Bill I mean, Burr? immediately. I mean, I mean, realistically, yeah. But once I saw Bill Burr, I went like literally that night. I went home and I YouTube like him, and then I and then like from there I found like Dave Attell, uh, oh, Greg yeah. Giraldo, and then you start. Then I start realizing like, oh, I saw this guy. Like I remember I saw Bill Burr on Chappelle's show. Yeah, and I was, yeah, and then I just start like, yeah, and then it's just like I start connecting lines, and I was like, oh my, my brain almost exploded, <laughs> you know. And then I'm start watching like David Tell stand up. I start watching Greg Giraldo stand up, um, Colin Quinn. I start watching from there Patrice O'Neill. Oh and yeah, you so find you all the Opie and Anthony, you know, um, clips on on YouTube. Everything's on YouTube. So I just I I was hooked. The second I saw it, I was hooked, and I just I threw myself into it 100. percent I knew I always I knew I wanted to do it from the second I saw it, like just like comedy. Yeah. And I was like, well, I want to be a writer. And like you know, after a while, like realizing like the stuff out there, I was like, oh, I want to be a writer. And then I was like, but I can still do stand up. You don't have to just pick one. No. That's you know, the you thing. can be a great writer. Like Larry David did stand up. Yeah, exactly. And, and like know. he hated it. You know? Yeah. Because he hates people. <laughs> yeah, sure. And then you have to like people to do stand up. <laughs> I kind of hate people too. That's why. <laughs> that's why I you know kind of pick and choose like you know. I love doing stand-up. I like I like going on stage and working out. Even if I'm writing something, like writing a sketch. Yeah. I started recently doing that where I'll go on stage and I'll, I'll, I'll work out a sketch as a bit. Yeah. And it kind of works. Sometimes I'm like, okay, that joke worked. I'll keep that in that. Yeah. But, as, like, but as part of the sketch. So you'll just use segments of that. Yeah. To see if the sometimes time works. It, sometimes it bombs and I'm like, oh dang, this thing, <laughs> this thing ain't probably not going to be funny. But no, I, I think it's a very important point, Zach, that you say you're not just that you're a writer too because I think uh, maybe in a musician, like, I always uh, got the... Uh, uh, well, you're a triple threat. You're a comedian, you're a musician, and you're a drunk. So you got that whole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. yeah. David, tell look out, baby. You're in the right city, baby. <laughs> new kid in town, yeah. dog. But uh, uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, but like you know, they always told me like be versatile, be well-rounded. You know, learn all the styles because like you no, know, just uh, and inherently make you a well-rounded musician. Same amount of comedy. If you yeah. can write. If you can act. If you can, you know. Acting's hard. Yeah. Acting. You know what? The thing is, acting is not hard, but it's it's easy to say acting's hard. Okay. When you say acting's hard, then you don't sound like a douche. But you can figure it out. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like I'm starting to figure it out. But and that's after we've done like ten videos. You know what yeah. I mean? Now, because I'm starting to read books on acting and stuff, and I'm like, oh, these guys make it seem like oh, it's way harder. you read a book? Dude? I read a book. Yeah. Wow. It had pictures in it. Don't get me wrong. It's <laughs> a pop-up book. <laughs> <laughs> It was a Sports Illustrated, actually. I'm lying. I don't know how to act. Well, my thing about, about acting is, like, how do you just say lines and make them sound natural? That's always been a thing. And yeah. I'm, I don't... Once I figure that out, I'll tell you. Okay. Some of our, Not there yet. Because our stuff is, like, jokes. You know what I mean? When we do... It's, like, it's like set up punch. I'm like, okay, this is where it's going to come in. Because if you have timing, I feel like that's a lot of acting. You just have to have timing as a human. There are right. people who don't have timing in regular conversations, let alone, you know, on stage. Sure. They come in and they're like, "Yeah, but what about this?" And you're like, "Yo, we stopped talking about that ten minutes ago. What are you talking? What are you talking about? <laughs> Take this guy's keys, dude." There's always correlations too. I, I'd heard from like uh, being a uh, like a drum nerd for years. I go to a lot of drum clinics and like people are talking about music as a language, you know. And then obviously it's easier to speak a language than it is a musical language. Yeah, but it's inherently the same thing where you have to listen. And you have to respond correctly, mm-hmm. you know. And, and yeah, like you said, you just chime yeah. in with random stuff. That's I like any- popsicles. Yeah, yeah. all right. <laughs> That's anything, especially with like you know, reading the room, like having a job. It's yeah. like you know, people skills. Of, yeah, people <laughs> skills. Just you know, a lot of people don't have it. It'll, you know. Yeah. It's definitely an underrated. Like small talk is another thing. Being able to keep small talk with somebody going. Yeah. I think is like a pretty good. I think that that's 
a pretty good skill to have that not a lot of people talk about. Yeah, well, I mean, just us doing this here now, like, we really haven't sat down, just the two of us, and just hashed it out. You yeah. know what I mean? So, like, yeah, we got skills We're to out. talk. We got a couple. We got a couple of brewskis, oh, got a couple of kombuchas, kombuchas on the way. Kombuchas over here, dude. Seth Pomeroy in the background, you know, as always. Seth looking sexy as hell. Like, every time I record here at the pub, he's always like, you can probably hear me having weird conversations <laughs> in the background. So, I challenge everybody to You can to hear him smiling if you really listen hard. <laughs> He's the only guy that you probably could hear yeah. smile. He's like, yeah. <laughs> the only guy I feel like he could yell at you and smile. Oh, you know? he, he would. Yeah. Even when I see him mad, he's like. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, and, and that prefaces the writing. We'll get to that here in a little bit about uh, full-fledged sketch, uh, which I'm excited about. But, so you're in Tampa. At what point do you start looking at Nashville, and why Nashville? I'll be completely honest with you. So I was living in Tampa, and I had broken up with somebody, and then I started dating another person. I'm doing stand-up, and things are going well. And then she ends up moving, and then we're dating for a little while, and then she ends up moving to Nashville. Okay. So we were doing the long-distance thing. I would go visit her. Every time I come visit her, I would go to a mic. Okay. And I was like, oh, this place is pretty cool. You know, I didn't really talk to anybody just because I was like, you know how it goes. Yeah. The new comic comes in, you're like, who? The, who's, yeah, this, who's guy? this guy? Yeah, especially, yeah. Who, especially. Who do you think he is? I'm not saying like anybody. Even, even I think that like when a, when a guy, a new guy comes in, nobody really knows, and, and they got some, they got, at least can write a joke or something. You know what I mean? This yeah. guy stinks. You're like, oh, who, who, cares? who cares? Yeah, yeah who yeah. cares? It's the threat. If he can, yeah, if he can like write a joke or like you know, and you're like, ah, oh, dang, he's kind of funny. Like, and then, so I didn't really talk to anybody, but then I decided. It was so crazy. I remember I was out with her one night, and we were at dinner, and it was like, and I was like thinking about, I'm like, I don't know if I want to move here. I don't know, like my, if I got family in Florida, I got, I don't know, nobody besides her out here. And so we went out to dinner, and we went to this restaurant, and Nate Bargatze and his wife were at the restaurant, yeah. and they were the only other two people there. And uh, I was like, oh my god, I was like telling her who it was. And she's like, go talk to him. I'm like, no, no, he's with his wife. You know what I mean? Like, going back to, like, people skills, like we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, room. exactly. And she was like, okay, whatever. And then, like, I go to the bathroom. And then when I come out of the bathroom, she's over at their table talking to them. She's doing it. Yeah. Okay. And she was like, and then he immediately gets up when he sees me and comes over and talks to me for, like, 25 minutes. Like, insane. Like, a guy that I, like, like you know, was, like super into like you know look up to like you're like this guy's amazing you know this sure. this this was almost before he blew up too you just tell he was gonna blow up and he was so nice to me and was like are you thinking about moving out here i was like you know i told him i live in tampa and he was like well he knows the tampa scene a little bit you know he got side splitters and stuff the improv and he convinced i'm not con- he didn't convince me but he he was like i could give you some people's names like out here he was telling me the spots to go to that he knew and I mean, he was so nice that he convinced me to to come out here. Wow. Yeah, and I moved out here, and then me and that girl broke up not too long after that. And I, <laughs> I you know, I met some good people, like you know, you, yourself. I met a bunch of great comics, and I was like, this is a, this is a place where it seems like people are always trying to get better. And that's one thing I didn't really see in Tampa. Not saying like nobody's trying to get better in Tampa, but it's super easy to settle in Tampa. Mm. That's what I figured because the weather. The weather makes it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you're not, if, if you don't have things fucking, you know, messing up your, can you swear on this? Yeah. Okay. Oh, if you yeah, don't got things like twist. fucking up your day or making you depressed and stuff, you're not going to be funny all the time. The weather in Florida is beautiful. I could go, I went to the beach every day when I was yeah. in Florida. You can't be funny all the time. You know what I mean? That's, <laughs> that. you go to the beach every day when you've accomplished a lot of stuff you want to do. That's the end you know game. I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. like, that's when you're like, okay, I got some shows syndicated. I got a, I got a Netflix special, you know, that's when you get your goals accomplished. That's when you go out there. Yeah. But yeah, you know, nobody lives on vacation. That's exactly why. That's why it's called vacation. Yeah. But I was like, came out here, and I, you know, I, like I said, I met <clears throat> met some people, and it seemed like people were trying to get better. They, they seemed very like, like, um, encouraging of each other. It's like the first scene I've really been in that like people like are like, there's no drama. Yeah. And it's it's impressive. Yeah. I love Nashville. Yeah. I, I mean, this is definitely gonna be the place I stay until I decide to go elsewhere. Nice, buddy. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. Like, once I started doing it here, and, like, I picked up on that immediately. Like, the uh, camaraderie and, like, people wanting other people to get better. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. Not, not malice. You know what I mean? Not, like, F this guy. You know, it's like, yeah. no, people, come on, People buddy, are generally you know? happy for people who are doing well out I here. think so, for the yeah. most part, you know. And I would say 
yeah, you know, they deserve it too. You see them work hard. You know, a lot. It, it, it does kind of seem like this is a it's a very fair place where it's like you know the cream will rise to the top crop. Or is it the cream rises to the crop or to the top? Cream, to the top. <laughs> <laughs> that Randy Savage cream of the crop. Yeah. What do you say? Without further to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had somebody say, you know, it's a do. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, I, I but didn't um, know shit. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I, I started in uh, uh, during uh, lockdown, you know. So I was like, well, nobody, everybody's bored. I'm like, oh, I should just say without further to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's nothing else to do. Yeah, yeah there's literally to further to do. Yeah. I had a uh, uh, friend, Kayla, uh, told works here. She gave me a, a cameo from Tommy Chong for my birthday oh, like, nice. last year, and he's like, without further to do. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, I like that. He's like, I think I'm going to take that. It's like. If Tommy Chong steals without further to do, uh, I'm going to give it to him. Yeah. You got to kill him. With a lawsuit. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> got to kill him. He'll never die, dude. You got to kill him, dude. He's too high to die. You got to kill your idol, dude. I <laughs> kill my idol. That way I become him. Yeah. Ah, uh, uh, nah. He's too sweet of a man. Call you Bommy, Bommy Chung. We'll call you Bommy <laughs> Chung. <laughs> Past tense, dude. Uh, yeah. Tommy. Right. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, sorry. All right, yeah, yeah. I got nothing. <laughs> I, I got something, and like, because we, we talked about this, uh, uh, just you know, hanging out in between like sets or whatever. But like, I give you that story of the East Room when you said that one Samuel Jackson joke. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. my ears literally popped up, my head popped up, and you mentioned that yeah, everybody else did too. Like that was the night the comics took notice of you. Yeah, yeah. Right? I, I've been here for a little, I've been here for a couple weeks, maybe like a month, okay. maybe going on two months, and uh, you know I, I had been doing stand up at least two two years really hard. Okay. You know before that, so I had some jokes that I was coming here with. I wasn't coming here like and being like, oh, I'm gonna start brand new. It's like no, I came here with some jokes yeah. that I crafted over you know two three year span. Sure. And I came you know to Nashville, started doing those jokes, and it was always kind of like. What we were just talking about before it was like I could tell, and I and I was cool with that. I was like I knew it was gonna be like, who's this guy? You know, like you got to prove yourself. You do, you got to do that anywhere with yeah. a lot of stuff. And but it was it was really that joke. I remember it was kind of like the turning point for me in Nashville comedy, where it was like I did that joke, and I had thought of that joke, and I remember I was talking to Chance. Chance was one of the first people I, I really talked to, yeah. and I ran ran it by him at. At turn one, at the bar. This is yeah. this is when Chance was drinking because I remember I like yeah. bought him a beer. You know, oh, we yeah, just drinking Chance. Yeah, drinking Chance. Man. I know the most dangerous man in show business. That's right. That's when he was throwing yeah. the chair, throwing the stool across the room. You know. But uh, I had pitched it to him, and he was like, he laughed, and, I, and you know, and he's got that great laugh. So oh, I was yeah, like, dude. okay, you know, and his laugh almost gives like if he thinks it's funny, his laugh is so so kind that yeah. it almost gives you too much confidence <laughs> <laughs> but it's also it, it can be like uh an infective if he's in the audience It'll oh, get yeah. other people to laugh too you know what i mean so i told him that and then i uh you know i did it the next week at the east room and josh wagner got on it was when josh wagner okay. was still hosting yeah. you know i love he's another dude i just i absolutely love talking to about comedy yes I love. He he recently reached out to me and was telling me like, "Yo, I love this joke," and I was like, "It's my favorite joke right now." I'm like, "I I love to hear that from guys that that you like. You know, you like to hear that from people that you thoroughly enjoy." Yeah, buddy. You're like, "Okay, cool." And uh, but I said that, and then Josh Wagner was like, "That's the funniest joke you're gonna hear all night." <laughs> and, I, yeah. Because it got nothing. What you know, it was one of those jokes where you say it, you say the punchline, yeah, you wait and a then second. it said nothing, and I ended on it. Yeah. So I just put the mic back in. I know. And then it started getting like. It was like waves yeah, of laughter. Because it takes yeah. a little bit. You know, yeah, to yeah, sink yeah. in. We're like, wait a minute. Ah! Yeah, like, it's like a like like when no, like not saying I'm like Norm. Let's, right. Let's hope not. Really, honestly. <laughs> but no, but it's like when you know sometimes Norm McDonald or somebody with that slower style, they they say a joke like that, and it takes the audience a minute to yeah. say, and then the next thing you know, everyone's you know laughing. And, and that's the important thing, you know, you got to wait on it. You got to yeah. wait for something, even if it's nothing. You got to wait for it. You know. That's something I'm still learning, dude. Yeah. Honestly, it's like it's, it's one thing again. It down. It's a thing to talk about as a concept, but it's way hard to put into practice. Slowing it down and being okay with silence is—it's scary. Yeah, except you got to be a very pay. secure person, and yeah. none of us are. None of, anybody doing stand-up, you know, not most of us are insecure people. For you know, yeah, and if they are, it's an act. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't really believe it. They're watching their set 15 times on the way home, swerving in and out, oh, yeah, yeah, punching yeah. the ceiling. Yeah. Oh, damn, why'd I do that? And if they're not, then they're not really a comic. Exactly. Come on. 
But yeah, I remember that. I was, I was behind the drum set, you know, that night when I heard that. And yeah, the thing, you know, you're sitting there and thinking about whatever, and I heard that. I was like, ah, ding. Yeah. Hey, yeah, he's one of the boys. Yeah, that was like, that was like kind of like, yeah, when, you know, after that, it was like, okay. You know, I started like hanging out more, and like I, yeah. I wasn't a, like, you know, people were coming up to me and talking to me more. And it's good. Get, I started getting booked, you know, a little bit, you know, more on shows out here and stuff. You can only do free funny Fridays for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, life goals, you know. <laughs> That's awesome, man. All right, so we we teased it a little bit about your writing. At what point did you uh, start actually writing sketch and and producing? So yeah, like writing sketches like was actually something like I did like even like younger. I remember being like in the youth group and like we had yeah, like youth group. <laughs> yeah youth group. Yeah. We had like I was always in youth group for a girl. Is that, you know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. it's always a girl. My mom made me go. She was That's I think fine. she was scared I was like gonna like you know I don't know, turn out to be something weird. So she was like, hey, at least if I I tried, you know something what I mean? Get weird. Something weird. I don't know. Like a comic. Like a yeah, like a comic. If only she could see it now. She'd be like, dang, I should have kept them in youth group. Yeah. But um no, we would have like competitions and stuff. And, like, video competitions. And, like, I remember, like, getting together with people. And I never figured out how to, like, film them and stuff. I don't even think I have, like, really, like, a director's eye. But yeah. I love writing. And I love, I love like, coming up with an idea and making it into a sketch. Yeah. So, like, that was, like, yeah, I was doing that, like, you know, school projects and stuff. And so... So I never, I never, I'm still learning how to do like the camera stuff. You know? I, yeah. Some people are just naturally gifted with that. I'm not. I was more naturally gifted just like writing and just like coming, you know, writing a script and or writing a, you know, an idea of some, like a circle. Like something comes back around at the end, you know. Yeah, 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 for sure. So I, I love doing that. That's what I want to do. But sketch for me. I've always had that. Sketch for me was like, it was intertwined uh, with love for uh, stand-up, but probably more sketch. Uh, the older I got, like getting into like kids in the hall, and like definitely Mr. Show, 100%. The whitest kids you know. Yeah, but see, I was such a, a mark for uh, Mr. Show that like anything that came after that, I'm like, no. Yeah. You know, I'm such a snob. I mean, that's how I felt about Chappelle Show. I remember like I was in middle school when Chappelle Show. Oh came yeah, out. Chappelle Show. For I sure. was in like seventh grade, and the guys I hung out with. I mean, if you didn't, I remember, it came on Wednesdays at 10:30 p.m. Yeah. So like I had to sne- I really had to sneak and watch it sometimes. Like I would like I remember like my mom, I would be sitting on the end of my bed and like my mom didn't even want me watching it sometimes and I had my hand on the TV, the channel up. I'd go mm. up three and it was like um, Disney Channel. Oh yeah. I know, or, you know, I know that mean? feeling, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so usually I do it with like you know, late night cinemax or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I was doing it with a Howard Stern show too. I was like, yanking my little meat, you know. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, it's Chappelle Show. If you didn't watch Chappelle Show on Wednesday night, yeah, like you shouldn't. You don't even come to school on Thursday, yeah, it, because it you had nothing to talk about. It became a water cooler show for like everybody, for know, kids for, in middle school. We had no idea. It was I watch it now, and I was like, I was watching this in middle school. We were we were doing. It, I was in college, and like same thing. We'd be at work the next day, or like on campus. You see Chappelle? Show? Of course, I watched it. You know, it's like, and I didn't even realize. And this is what I'm talking about. Like, I didn't realize stand up was a thing. I just remember him doing. He was doing bits in between his yeah. things. And like, but he was so fluid with it yeah, that I didn't realize like he was just, yeah, I was just thought yeah. this guy's a host. He's setting up and it, you know, and he's funny. And, uh, but he was the one who really got me into sketch. And I was like, oh man, this oh, wow. is amazing. And I, and like you said, you have a vendetta people. I don't like Key and Peele. I'll be completely honest <laughs> with you. I can't stand it. I can't stand the show. I can't stand the people who think it's funny. <laughs> like I can't stand the people who think it's funnier than Chappelle's show. I guess yeah. people think it's funny. There are right. some funny sketches on it. Right. I'm not. I'm not a complete hater, but yeah. I definitely have a. I have backtrack sense and have uh, watched some of the whitest kids. You know, I'm like, all right, it's good. It's good. My yeah, bad. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. sorry for hating. Rest in peace, Trevor Moore. Yeah, you know? for sure. You know, yeah. now I'm like, yeah, well, one of them's dead, so I gotta like it. Now. You got. You gotta at least give it a shot. Just give it a shot. You know, I was like, oh, he was funny. Yeah, that's lame. <laughs> no, that's a good. I like the whitest kids. You know, uh, Chappelle show. Um, Shane Gillis has a really funny sketch channel right now on uh, Gillian Keeves. That's really funny. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those guys are. Like, I loved all that growing up. Just like I don't know. Do you ever watch that? I didn't. Man. Yeah. Yeah. 
when you said that you were in college when Chappelle Show came out, mm-hmm. that's when I realized that the different the age difference between us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, yeah, I was in seventh grade, dude. Yeah, dude, I was probably like my. That, third once I said all year. that, I was like, yeah, Carl, Carl doesn't know what this is. I've heard of the. That might as well be Nick Junior to you, you know. Yeah, well, I had Nick Junior too, but like totally different shows. Well, yeah. what shows were? I don't know, like, probably silent films. (laughs) (laughs) Black and white Nick Jr. shows. (laughs) What stuff you never... Yeah, Nick Jr. came later. It was was all Nickelodeon back then. I was a a Disney kid. Ah, okay. We had Disney Channel in the 80s, but everything was so lame. That's for real black and white, I feel like. Like, when Mickey Mouse is, like, whistling on a train. On a tugboat and stuff. Yeah, and there's, like, like, you know, like, racial undertones, like, anti-Semitic undertones, and you're like, yo. I'll tell you who I did love and I grew up with, and, like, yeah, obviously, uh, I didn't grow up with it, but it's not on air anymore. It's Three Stooges. I love watching the Three Stooges as a kid. You know what I mean? Just fell in love with it. yeah just I, the writing on that and just the hijinks and like the act, everything was great about I used to love you know? Nick at Night I feel yes. like that's like I remember like like I Love Lucy I used to watch I Love Lucy yeah, as like dude. a young kid I, I used to think it was great yeah so I feel like I've always just been attracted to comedy like just like always like I always thought it was so cool like I, I just I couldn't I couldn't explain it but I yeah. just loved it and Lucille Ball is, is like a, as a comedian I just bought a picture I actually have a picture I'll show it to you after. I have a I just bought a pic- framed picture of her I'm gonna hang up in my uh, I have like a a shrine of like you know people I look up to yeah. and like, not a shrine but I just hang up pictures in my room I got a picture of Danny DeVito <laughs> I got Larry David I got Larry Bird Michael <laughs> Jordan Larry Wall uh, I got and I just got Lucille Ball. Did you? Ronnie Dangerfield? I just got too. Oh, oh dude! I, uh, so I'm moving to this place this weekend. I already said I'm going to get a uh, find a framed picture of uh, Norm. I'm going to put Norm. There on you my go. Wall, That's you a know? good one. That's yeah. a good one to have. I think so. But uh, yeah, I feel that though. You put your. Is he uh, still touring? Norm? Norm? Yeah. I hope so. You know. Okay. Cool. Uh, I haven't actually, seen him in a while. <laughs> I heard uh, a buddy of mine said, uh, "I wish he would have recorded like one last special." I was like, "What if he did?" What if, what if he already recorded it and it comes out in like six months? I could see that happening. Only I, he would do that. Were, were you familiar with MF Doom? He's like a rapper. No. That, okay, so he was like a he was kind of like an underground rapper who you know was like had a huge following, probably one of the best rappers of all time. But he died, and nobody knew. He always wore a mask. Nobody even know. I don't even think people mm. know really what he knows what he looks like to this day. But he so died. How they know he really died? Well, because six months later, his wife posted. That he had died after he died, and it, that was like the most MF Doom thing ever <laughs> to find out six months later that he died uh, after that. And like Norm, like I think Anthony Jeselnik actually tweeted, like Anthony just, I think he said like Norm battling cancer for basically a decade and not telling anybody is the most Norm thing ever. I think that's so cool. It's yes, that's so cool, man. Speaking of Jeselnik, not cancer. I, think, I just <laughs> think like I just think like the way. They're just like not looking, you know. They they were so talented, but not looking for the spotlight. It's so cool. Yeah, it found them because exactly undeniable. because that's how undeniable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I get that, man. And like, it's funny. I just showed my roommate like Dirty Work. He never watched it. He's like older than me. I was like, how'd you never see Dirty Work? Oh, and this is like a week before Norm. Uh, Norm and Artie, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's classic, man. I know. Well, that screwed. Remember, How it did screwed. Artie outlive Norm? That's yeah. the craziest thing. He's probably gonna think about that the rest of his life. He'll be ninety. You know what I mean? Cocaine can't be that bad if, if you know, Artie's well, kind of lost a nose. Out of it. I, don't I know. know what the. He looks like a pug. You ever see? It's wild. It? It's wild. Yeah, well, it's pushed in. It's flat. Can you get it fixed? Though? Like it looks like when the Looney Tunes like smacking the face yeah. of the with yeah. the frying pan. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you expect like an Acme tire pump. You just like bring <laughs> yeah. it back, you know? Oh, man, yeah, no. I don't know. That's, that's Put that picture on your wall. <laughs> Artie, no. Jesus Christ. Like a, like a recent picture. <laughs> a recent picture of Artie's mugshot? <laughs> Dude, absolutely not. All right, well, backtracking a little bit about Jeff Nick. Uh, your jokes, some of your jokes remind me of Jeff Nick as far as like the misdirect. I always love a good misdirect. You know, and like, I think you would do that well. You know what I mean? Like, some of my favorite jokes of yours are like unexpected. You know, like mm-hmm. boom! Just, I love it. It's yeah, I think jokes. that's I, I do because I do love like you know David Tell. I love like the most. You know what's the most annoying thing when you tell me that is? I remember there was a comic. This like wrote this guy. This guy's a hack. I'm gonna say his name. This guy's his name's Steve Laszlo in Florida. And I remember one time I was like, 
this is like right when I started doing stand up. Maybe I was a like year in, and I, you know, you, you put your jokes on Facebook. Yeah, I used to just, do that. I still you, do it. You, you yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. you tell them on stage. I remember I put my joke on there, and it got it did well. Like for for a Facebook joke, it got like fifty likes. So I I remember this vivid as day. Steve Laszlo, I fucking hate. I can't stand this guy. He's a hack. He's a okay. Florida hack. <laughs> but he comments on it. He goes, "Misdirection is easy." What? Yeah, and I was like, "What?" That's a misdirect. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! It's like okay. I've never gotten over that. There's little things. Do you ever keep like small vendettas against people? Yes, all the time. Yeah, all the time. All the time. I think that's what makes comics great. <laughs> is when, they, when the ability to keep something so small that somebody wronged you with, and think about it and dwell on it and hold it against them for years. Yes. There's no way Steve Laszlo even remembers who I am. Yeah. I don't even know if he does stand up anymore. But the fact that I still remember yeah. who he is, and at this at this point. You know that was five, six years ago, and, and like you and even I, still talk I'm still about talking it. about still it like it happened the, yesterday. You got the fire in your eye still. Dude. <laughs> I, I saw it. you look at me when I was like, I was really about to start like swearing into the mic and stuff, and I was like, <laughs> you're like, hold it, cowboy, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, it gets my blood boiling, and I'll never, I'll never forgive yeah. that guy. Hold even if he said tiny sorry, grudges. even if he said sorry, I'd be yeah. like. Uh, are you sorry? Uh, I, I I try to pull a misdirection yeah, yeah, on the yeah, apology yeah. or something just to spite him. Yeah, yeah, like take that. It took me six years to come up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about how you know, just the the connection the the punches I would throw at him if I was just hovering over him and just sat him on the ground, just bloodied. <laughs> That's I love I the think, violent turn that this is taking. Oh man, if, yeah. I'll never, on it, I'll never act on it. I'll never act on it. But yeah, no, the guy is. Uh, I think that's truly though what makes comics. I mean, like I remember watching that when I first found Curb, and being oh, like, yeah. "Oh, people think this is funny too," because I do. You know what I mean? It's like I would never act on anything, but you, but you love to like say little smart things yeah. and just keep the smallest little thing against somebody and hold it against them forever. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Some people, therapists would probably disagree. But. Yeah, but like, I don't go to therapy. You know, this is a, a, a what another cliche. The uh, the therapy is the stage. Oh my god, <laughs> that's spoken like somebody who doesn't have health care. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like free open mic. Uh, no, those are usually the worst people to do in stand up. <laughs> the therapy. Yeah, the stage is my therapy. Yeah, but also like you know what's also good therapy is writing. Yeah. <laughs> Writing jokes is Yeah, fun. hug your dad. Do what you got to do. You know what I mean? It's, like, so, it's so amazing the amount of sociopaths that still come to open mics and like never get it, um, and they never will, and they just will always just go up there and spew. Who is your... Can we get real? Can we get real? Ooh, well, I'll probably who, lie. It's a misdirect. <laughs> who, <laughs> who's, who's your like least favorite kind of comic? Oh, kind of comic. Um... You know, really, it's the ramblers. It's the ones that don't have any jokes, and they just... Like soapbox guys, soapbox people? Yeah, this isn't even, like... I don't even consider them comics, because there's no punch, there's no, like, point. It's just, like, mindless dribble. Yeah. Now, I'm talking more, like, open mic level. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, why are you even up here? Yeah. You know, usually it's like a monologue that they've rehearsed, but there's no j- jokes in it. Yeah. It's just a story. I've seen that be funny very random. I see, like, the guys who, like, are like, okay, I'm going to do my first open mic, and they, like, they write some jokes, and they're short jokes, and I'm like, sure. okay, you know, I get it. This guy's bombing, but he's fine. But I saw a woman go up at Third Coast, and I think she's in the, actually, I think she's taking Mark Anunson's class at Third Coast. Okay, good. And she, like, told a story, but, like, you could tell, like, it was, like, tagged up, and, like, she was still very new, and I was like, this is pretty funny. Good. Like, she was good. She was very good. I don't remember her name. I wish I could remember her name. Sure. But, uh... She was very funny. She was a uh, she was a woman. I do Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> All right, buddy. Your turn. What do you what What's the worst for you? What's your pet peeve? My least favorite comics. Yeah. Uh, th- there was a couple guys in Tampa who did this. Um, they would they would tell jokes that bombed. So he would say like a joke about like say like um, bumblebees or something, and he'd be like. He would say that joke, and the joke was bad, and it didn't do well. And then he'd go, well, I guess you guys don't like jokes about bumblebees. And then the crowd would nervously laugh because he just bombed so hard. Yeah. And they were kind of like laughing in agreement, and then he thought he was doing well because he would get that laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew a, there was a guy in Tampa who did that every time. He's been doing stand-up for probably 10-plus years when I started, 
and and he thought he would kill. He thought he was like God's gift to comedy, and didn't realize he was getting the wrong kind of laughs. I hate that guy. Wow, just never, he just thought that's the laugh. That's the laugh. Like, that was, was the like tag. the punchline. Yeah, yeah, that's the tag that's really gonna get him. It was insane. Yeah, I hated it. Yeah, it's insanity. <laughs> Not as much as I hate the other guy though. <laughs> Steve Laszlo. Say, I remember this Steve guy, Laszlo, man. yeah. yeah We're coming for you, baby. Oh, CR3 and Z- I'm gonna, ZRT. I'm going to get him on the uh, pod. <laughs> <laughs> the response pod. <laughs> We're going to call you, dude, like live. Yeah, the response. <laughs> like, uh, Seth Pomeroy's texting me, yo, you got to get down to uh, <laughs> get down to the village. <laughs> They're talking mad crap right now. <laughs> All right. Segway from writing. Uh, sorry, let's talk about your um, your sketch. Yeah, yeah. YouTube paid channel. paid vacation. Paid vacation. How'd that baby. start and what's going on with it? So, um, long story short, I used so I met a one of my best friends. Uh, his name's Ali. I met him through stand up. He used to do stand up and in Tampa. In Tampa, yeah. Okay. But he had stopped before I started, and but we had mutual friends and people were always like, "Hey, you you." You should meet Ali. Like, you guys have, like, very similar tastes and stuff. And, like, he does video stuff, and you like to write. And people would always say that. But then one time we – one day we actually met, finally, at a bar. It's at a random show I was on, and another guy was on. And we just hit it off. And he was, at the time, doing a YouTube channel with another another friend of ours named Dave. And it was starting to get a lot of traction. They had, like, a a couple hundred thousand followers, subscribers on YouTube. It was starting to, like, pick up. Nice. And uh, yeah, it's called Zebra Corner. Uh, it's like they do like Chevy parodies and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we, <clears throat> so when he told me that, I pitched him an idea the next day, and I was like, "Hey, you guys should do this." And um, you know, this this is the idea I have for like a, a commercial or whatever. And so they did it, and he was like, "Hey, do you want to write for us too?" So I ended up writing for everything from then, and like saw them grow to like they have like. We have like Zebra Corner has like over one million subscribers now on YouTube. Wow. Yeah. And then so then that kind of took a hiatus because some things have um, some people like moved whatever so, you know it's just that that YouTube channel is kind of on a hiatus. And in the meantime, I was still talking to Ali, and we decided to start our own channel. Yeah, it makes sense. That we just do whatever we think of on because there was certain things we couldn't do on the old one because it just wasn't related to the aesthetic of the other one. And so we started doing crazy stuff on paid vacation. I don't even really know how. I, the idea of paid vacation came up because I was like, I want to get to the point in comedy where comedy will pay for my vacations. Nice. That's and a, so that's like, you know, and I was like, that's kind of a catchy name. You know what I mean? And I love the song Vacation by the Go-Go's. Uh, that's our outro music every time. Oh, is it? It's Yeah. And so we... Uh, we I get to uh, We... Uh, I'll tell you the secret afterwards. But oh, okay, yeah, cool. we do something to get it. Uh, yeah. Go right around. I'm telling you, Ali is. Uh, shout out to Ali. It, shout out to Ali. Uh, you know, Zebra Corner Ali on Instagram. He's hilarious. Genius, too. Very smart dude. One of the smartest people I've ever met. And he knows how to get around all that stuff. Nice. So, um, but yeah, so, but me and him have had like a partnership ever since Zebra Corner. And like, we took it into paid vacation. And he's like, you know, he's like my writing partner at this point. I, I Even if I have like stand up ideas, I'll throw them by him. And. I think that's important too to have a person like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, sure you got a person like that yeah, too. You got to bounce stuff you off. Know? You know what I mean? Yeah, and uh, you know we started doing, and we kind of like organically grew it ourselves. It's 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 going slow, but it's going faster than it's going slow in a way that like I'm like oh, I I think we should have a million subscribers, and it's like but it's like no, you got to put in the work. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, I, yeah. I think we're at a couple we got a couple thousand right now subscribers, which is good. We got like a, all of our videos have like you know a couple thousand views. So That's great, yeah, and uh, it's starting to catch a little bit of traction. So I'm cool. excited about it where it's going. Cool. So if people don't know, can you kind of describe what paid vacation like sketch wise is, or just I don't even know. Yeah, it's just kind of. It, it's kind of like it's. I want to say it's like we definitely take some risks. Like we have a sketch about. Um, uh, the you know a guy being the social media director for the Taliban. We just yeah. recently did that one. Uh, we have an America's Got Talent sketch that Corey Perry, Nashville's very own Corey Perry, was in with us. That's like a, it's got to do with a cop and a you know an African American man, and it's it's very funny. It's always the idea of pay vacation is to make fun of every you know everybody down the middle. So we're not taking anybody's side. It's yeah. kind of, like we love South Park. 
I love how South Park does that with everything. Yeah, you got to be moderate on it. Yeah, yeah they're like, hey, if we're going to talk about an issue, we're going to make fun of everybody on every everybody's side. Yeah, that's yeah. the best way to be. That's where comedy should live. A hundred percent. When people are like, so, what are your thoughts on this? Like, that shouldn't be a that shouldn't be a question you ask a comedian. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what are your political views? It's like, no. Yeah. It's like you're all it's stupid. Like, it should be like, how how, how are you going to make this funny? You know. <laughs> So, but yeah, we, we just like to make fun of things and make it silly. And we got a couple of really, really funny ones coming up too. We've had a string of ones that have had like really good success on YouTube, like got a lot of views. We got a lot of subscribers off of it, but I'm, I'm really excited about, you know, where we'll be in a year from now. That's, That's what great. I like to think is like, Atta- you know, a year goals. from today, where are we going to be? And I, I have a vision for it and I, you know, and I, I, we're just going to do it. We're just keep doing it. Oh, that's, that's the crazy. biggest thing, man. You just got to do stuff. Yeah, ain't that wild? Yeah. It's like it, Chance. Going back to Chance, he said, it's amazing how much if you just try at comedy, it'll pay you back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes. Like, All you have to do is try. <laughs> yeah, not financially there, There's definitely, like, I mean, whatever. like, yeah, there's definitely been things where, like, you know, we've tried and failed. Yeah. There's things where I was like, oh, this is going to be huge. This is going to be the one. Right. And then it wasn't. Yeah. Even, like, with our sketches. And I'm like... And just to kind of pick yourself back up from that kind of letdown that you built in your head, where you're well, like, sure. "This is gonna be the one, man. This is gonna be the one that gets us on the map." Because that's all it really takes is one. That's that's also the goal of us is to make quality content. There's a lot of people putting out content like every day. We maybe put out one or two, uh, two sketch, one or two sketches, maybe three if we're we got a lot, you know, we got a lot in the tank. Because that's a lot to edit, and I don't do any of the editing. That's all I'll leave. <laughs> so that's a lot on him. But yeah, I mean, like two. Two a month, and that's still a lot. You got to think about it. You know, you're writing the sketch, punching it up, getting people to film it with you. And he's still down there, right? And he's in Florida, yeah. So it's a two man operation, and he's in Florida, and I'm in Nashville. Okay, cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, we're, we're just trying to, you know, make it as. There's been a couple things where I'm like, this is going to be the one. This is going to be the one that gets us over the top, and then it doesn't. And then I, I got a, you know, I got a, I got a week of taking my, bringing myself back up to being like, Get back on the horse and keep doing it. Well, I mean, it's like the thing about that kind of stuff is you never know which one's going to be the one. And it's going to be the one that I least expect. That's why I'm going to say, well, if it's one, like, no way, Jose. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way this is going to work. There was what we do with Corey, me and Corey Perry did that I, I came up with. It was a tweet about, like, a grocery cart, two guys yeah, in, a, in a line. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people were like, we put it on Instagram, and people were like, yo, I'm loving what you're doing with it. Like, I, I had people messaging me that I didn't even know watch stuff. Yeah. Like, I had a DM. Like, my inbox is full of DMs. People were like, yo, this one's fun. People were sharing it. Yeah, see, and I'm like, what the heck? I wrote go. this as a, as a tweet. Yeah. You know what I mean? These other ones I put, like, blood, sweat, and tears into. <laughs> Made them epic. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then it's like, you know, it got, like, 5,000 views. And I'm yeah. like, ah, oh, I thought this was going to be the one. Yeah, that's why fart jokes are always funny. Yeah, They're, they're always like, funny. It's just, always. It's the most basic thing and You sometimes. know what else is never not funny? Someone mm. in a neck brace. <laughs> Someone in a neck brace is never not funny. You know what I think about all the time? Uh that gets me is a fake mustache. I just love a okay. fake mustache. That, okay, that I can see that. Me, you definitely look like you got a fake mustache face. <laughs> just take it off. Yeah. <laughs> have a fake mustache face. <laughs> yeah, I just want to write like a whole face fake mustache chunk. You know what I mean? And just like just a fake mustache sketch. Yeah, maybe do and, and perform it in a fake mustache. There you go. Oh, like well, not like my very real mustache. <laughs> <I had. laughs> just keep taking them off. Just like. <laughs> Just have like several. Several, yeah. Put put another one back on. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways. uh, Anyway, I was saying it. Back to the mustache. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's it's just dumb things like that that uh, trigger me. Yeah, with comedy, you can't overthink. I feel like a lot of us do. I do. I know I do. But you can't overthink sometimes. Yeah, because like some of my favorite stuff, uh, I'm like, man, that is so simple and so like obvious. But it works. It's like, why, why am I like trying to cultivate this perfectly, you know, like. There's a lot full sketch. There's a, like you ever like joke. think about the movies that you quote and you're like then you think about what you just said and you're like that's the dumbest thing ever but it's so silly and so funny. Dude, there's a movie called Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah. And it's one of my favorite comedies. I'm not that old. I remember that movie. Dude, it's so funny. There's a line in it where like the the younger dude is in the back with the bald dude Rob Corddry. And Rob Cordy goes, who are you texting all the time? And the, and the, the younger dude goes, you know, he's like a nerd. He goes, for your information, I have a lot of girlfriends, hot ones. He goes, you have a lot of boyfriends, gay ones. It's <laughs> <laughs> the funniest thing ever. <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah, it's just stupid, man. You know, and like, 
But I love absurd. You know, I know, me too. It's my favorite. I think that's what paid vacation. I think that's why me and you know Ali both love doing paid vacation. Is it's no idea is too absurd. Like I said before, like I'll pitch him stuff, and he's always like, yeah. Or we could do that, you know. Or we'll find a way to make it funny. But it always yeah. starts as a really crazy idea. Have you found that? We talked about this earlier. Have you found that your acting is getting better from turning these? I out? think it is actually. Like yeah. I'm not even saying that to like toot my own horn, but like I've noticed like being like not just sticking to the script. You got to say some stuff like you know you gotta you gotta react how you would normally react if you were in that position. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that adds a lot. So. So we like to do, you know, the way we film is, like, we'll probably film, like, we'll put like two or three takes, and then we'll do one whole improv, where everybody in the scene knows what the scene's supposed to be, and we'll kind of just improv it. Yeah, and by, by that third, you know, fourth take, everyone's loose. Everyone's having fun, so. Yeah. That's, sometimes that's those are the ones we too. use, just those, so. Yeah, I think once everybody gets loose, yeah, everything should just flow better. Yeah, I remember, dude, I, uh, just a quick story. I, I filmed a sketch with uh, Casey Jornima and Holly Perkins, mm-hmm. and uh, I had my friend, uh, Nick, Nick Cox was helping me man, man the camera, and I screwed up. We filmed the whole sketch, and we were filming it on my phone, and we were doing all these scenes, and we were just doing cut scenes, and my time lapse was on my camera. So when I go, went to film the last scene of Holly and Casey, I was like, why is this on? And I take it off and I realized everything. Slowly. The hour and the like an hour and 20 minutes of our lives that we had spent filming this sketch, we couldn't use any of the footage. So we were all just like, okay, we'll just go back and film it. And the sketch was so much better than it would have originally been because we were loose. Yeah. We were having fun. Yeah. And we knew what needed to be said, but we were kind of improving. And so, you know. Yeah, for sure. Just you know. being funny people, having a good time. You just got to have fun, man. I've done. Dude, it's all about fun. It's the it? fun ching, dude. Oh, is, it, is that what it is, dude? <laughs> yeah, well, look, that's, that's the thing, too. I've talked to actor friends that uh, are, like, in awe of stand-up because, like, we are writers, producers, creators, and performers at the same time. It's a lot of weight, you know, there is to stand a, yeah. up, you know what I mean, to be like a one-man show. But uh, the correlation there being that, like, do, do you find that easier at all to, like, just write or just act? But pay, vac- pay vacation is, like, your main thing, so it's like you're yeah. still doing everything anyway. <laughs> That's, like, the goal. Like, if someone was like, hey, what could you... If you got offered a job, what would your ideal job be? And it would be something along the lines of like, you know, like a, like what Larry David's doing now, where he's like, you know, he has his own TV show. He's able to, but he's a head writer on it, or like, you know, a, a cartoon where like Trey Parker and Matt Stone write there, you know, and do the voices. I like to have creative control, mm-hmm. and I like to create, but I, I think I'll always still do stand up. Yeah, you got to. Yeah, For I sure. love doing stand up. Even if it makes, even if I, you know, I'm making a ton of money doing something else, yeah. I'll still pop in at places and do stand up because I, I just, it's fun. Yeah, and like, but I think what Chance meant wasn't like financially or like anything. It's just like if you put the work in, it'll pay you back in some way. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. I mean, like, we actually I had a conversation with him not too long ago. We we're talking about you know like we both been doing it. I think like roughly like four, four some years, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it's just like now it's just like I know especially for him and stand up and for me in other ways it's like it's some stuff is starting to click for us yeah. and it's cool to see that like oh all that stuff I did for the last four years isn't all for naught you know yeah, what I mean it's exactly. not just I wasn't just dicking around I mean definitely we do dick around don't get me wrong that's we. That's what we do you know what I mean that's what we're doing right now yeah, yeah. but it's fun to dick around and you have to do that but like we definitely put in work too, you know, and it's 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 cool to see your work. It's cool to see people, uh, like you know, the fruits of their labor come. Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably what the ultimate. Idea it's the ultimate goal for goal. everybody, but yeah, some people take it a little bit more serious, and some people that take it really seriously don't get good. I know. There's like a fine line of, like the same at the end of the day, you're still being funny. You got to be silly. Yeah. You can't just be serious dude doing stand-up. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Up there? Doesn't really translate too. Well. Yeah, it's like you can't just be a businessman doing stand. You know, I, I, I get it. Like we're like, yeah, this is our business. You sure. know, but at the same time, it's like you gotta, you still gotta keep some like whims, you know, some whimsicalness about you, some yeah, whimsy. The business about you. is you have to be loose and you gotta be, you know, a little off. Yeah, you have to fart in like a homeless guy's face walking by. It, you know what I mean? And just like crop, crop dust, you know, crop dust a, a crowd of like women eating frozen yogurt and like laugh to yourself. You know what I mean? You got to do some things for you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 
All right, baby. On that note, Zach Townsend, <laughs> where can people find you on, on the online? Uh, at Instagram, Zach Townsend underscore, Z-A-C-T-O-W-N-S-E-N-D underscore. And uh, if you can, man, uh, we would love it if you subscribe to us on Instagram at Paid Vacation Comedy. Or just go – what helps us out the most is YouTube. Go to YouTube and type in Paid Vacation and just hit subscribe. It's free, and it helps us out the most. So that would be great. And there it is. Cool. Every little bit, every little bit counts, dude. <laughs> yeah, hit it up to like two thousand, dude. Then three thousand. Yeah, 000, we're almost at. Th- we're on the. We're on the cusp of three thousand. Good buddy. Yeah. See, life goals. I got the next. The next major milestone is five, and then from five, ten, and then you know whatever. Yeah, yeah. Still beats Chick Fil A though, right? Oh, it does. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go find that Chick Fil A manager right, and go, yeah, uh, go, go make fun Steve, of him. No, Steve Lazlo. Let's go get him. Oh yeah, Steve Lazlo. <laughs> F that guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> and there it was, guys. Another episode in the bag, man. Appreciate Zach for hanging out with me. And appreciate you for hanging out with the Badum Ching, with Carl. Now on all those things, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the fun stuff. Uh, follow me on Instagram, CR3Comedy. If you got any questions or concerns or just want to send me money, hey, uh, shoot me an email, CR3Comedy at gmail.com. Hook it up, man. I got merch I can lay on you, uh, all that good stuff. Nothing but bangers in the future, ladies and gentlemen. So until next Friday, see you later. <laughs>